Welcome to the Envision Together, Going to Our Next Level of Best podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Mishana. Join me on this bi-weekly journey of empowerment, where you'll hear hands-on advice from lifestyle experts, educators, authors, spiritual leaders, and many more who will share tips on how to triumph personally, professionally, and spiritually. We explore timely topics such as overcoming anxiety and fear, educating the reluctant student, cultivating lasting relationships, and strengthening our faith. My hope is that the insights offered on the show will help us envision ourselves using our unique gifts and talents on greater levels for greater purposes. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to introduce uh, to us, or welcome, actually, to the show today, uh, Mr. Jimmy Clare. He has such a wonderful and unique story uh, to share with us. Um, he's slightly autistic, and he's an advocate for those with autism. And I think it's such a wonderful opportunity for us to be able to hear uh, from someone who knows so much more about it and understands how to advocate uh, for others. He's a businessman, he's so successful in so many ways in his own right. Um, and he's gonna tell us all about that because I'm gonna have him go ahead and introduce himself to us in his own way. Uh, but welcome, welcome, Jimmy. So glad you're here. So go ahead and tell Thanks us more me. about you. So uh, I'm a motivational speaker, autism advocate, author and founder of crazyfitnessguy.com. Uh, I like how you made me sound very successful. I mean, I mean, I got into a lot of different publications. I got a, uh, I got into my co-author book, but I'm still not financially successful yet. Mm, okay, okay. But you know what? All of these other successes and going on the podcast, um, you co-authored a book and you have the coaching business. So we're spreading the word and hopefully there'll be people out there who are going to want to talk to you more. So um, is there anything else you want to share about yourself before we move into the other questions? Uh, I work out six to nine times a week due to uh, at least desk at my college at that they, uh, I'll just say they're not very friendly for people's backs and everything. Uh, and my spinal stenosis has been flaring up because of these mm-hmm. terrible chairs. And last semester that just finished, I was sitting in them for three hours a week. Mm-hmm. And so lately I've been working out kind of nine times a week, but it's not all hardcore. It's all kind of like, okay, I do... Uh, upper body, lower body, cardio, and then I also do, uh, and I do stretching. Not uh, my workout, my uh, workout platform. I use a break stretching up in different categories from just yoga, uh, as they have shorter versions. So, right. uh, so I've been doing a lot of stretching. So. And it counts for me as a workout, sort of. So I'm like, okay. yeah. And it's like, I, I kind of like to work out that many times a week just because I'm uh, sitting too long. And yeah, I need, <laughs> sitting I is not the you. best. 
<laughs> I hear you. When I was listening to you just now, I went back in my mind to my college days and boy, those seats are not comfortable at all. And if you have a back problem and, and we have that in common, uh, it's really not friendly. So that's caused you to kind of uh, increase your workout time and stretching. <laughs> and that's completely understandable. So can I just ask you though, you, um, you are, you work out quite a lot and you have a fitness business. Um, do you specialize in helping people who have, uh, I guess, physical problems that stemming from um, some type of challenge or just in general? Can you repeat the question and kind of cut out? Oh, sorry. Do you, with your fitness business, do you specialize uh, on working with clients who have some kind of physical challenge or challenge overall? Or is it just you work, you you have clients, you know, just in general? Basically, just strictly motivational. Uh, I, I'm a motivational speaker. I've uh, spoken at two in-person events. Uh, and I spoke, and my third in-person one is coming up in, uh, in two weeks. And then I'm, uh, but I've spoken in um, like five different uh, virtual summits and conferences. And yeah, I, I when I created Crazy Fitness Guy, it was going to be uh, another kind of personal training kind of website, but um, name, math, and science did not work together whatsoever. <laughs> and so I, I was like, okay, I like the name. I spent a fortune on it, registered trademark. So it's not I'm physical fitness. It's more of coaching, almost like fitness in terms of getting to your next level of best um, as an advocate or or for some, you know, place of success or achievement that you're trying to reach in life. Yeah, like for instance, like okay, hey, here's how do you get like a your best night's sleep whatsoever, or oh. uh, and so uh, I, I like to write a lot about healthy living. I had a lot of different guest uh, authors over the years. I'm going to start having some more guest authors just because I'm. Uh, since I'm only I'm one, only one person behind my brand, uh, <laughs> I was like, I gotta break up my time here and there. So I was like, Hey, you know, more the merrier. It helps me get more more traffic to my website. It helps them to get their traffic to their website. So yeah. it's a win-win. Wonderful. Okay. So I love that you have reached a level in life in which you are an autism advocate for others. But this is very near and dear to you because you are slightly autistic yourself. So what have you learned through personal experience about the need to advocate for those with autism? Well, I like to, for me, I, I really want to uh, advocate for others because my parents, uh, did a lot of advocating for me when I was growing up mm. and I didn't understand 
and I also then like my school district who fought me and my parents at every single level in which way. And because, you know, you would think that as a school district and whatnot, you want to be supportive of that person and supportive of that student. But whether it's like, no, we can't do this for you. No, we can't provide this for you. No, we can't do this for you. It's like, what a bunch of cheap asses. And it's like, how much money do you make a year? Well, you know, the, the, the reason why I'm, I'm kind of hard on my school district is because when my parents, when we first moved to Pennsylvania uh, 22 plus years ago, mm -hmm. uh, my parents found out my school district was getting sued. I was like, that wasn't the first red flag. <laughs> okay. They try to cut that hush hush. Well, just so you know, that actually happens with a lot of school districts, but um, I hear you though. There's a student who is going to school and they need some additional services or help. And it's like, step up and give us that help. And so in your frustration uh, in trying to get your own needs met, you're saying that you realize that, you know what, I'm not the only, un only one. We all need advocates to help us. You were fortunate that you had your parents, but there's some people that maybe don't have parents who are as uh, bold or even uh, maybe educated in how to do this? Yeah, and and sometimes parents don't know like how far they need to push in order to get what they need. It's like, like for a better term, you know, like the saying, sometimes you have to step on people's toes to get what you want. I mean, not physically, but uh, mm -hmm. metaphorically. Got you. And you know what? I think, because I'm an educator, and I've been an educator for quite a few years. Um, and I'm listening to you and interacting with you, and I'm, I'm seeing how high level uh, you are. And so that does present uh, maybe a slightly different challenge for the school to... Um, have a program or a track, if you will, not a track, because that's, you know, that's bad, <laughs> but a program uh, that lets you soar exactly and uniquely in the way that you need to soar. And, you know, whether you have autism or not, I think that same concept is, is true for all students. We're all individuals and we come to school with different abilities and different degrees of information. And it's almost like we need an individualized plan for every single student. <laughs> That's how unique it is. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I, I like One thing I really liked about my, uh, I mean, man, one of the many things I liked about my seventh grade teacher in middle school, who was my special education teacher, she could teach at every single person's different level yeah. of learning styles. And, and I have like so many different learning styles. I can learn hands-on, I can learn off by uh, audio, I can learn by visual. I can also learn by, uh, I feel like I'm missing one, but. Uh, but yeah, and so like I, I can, and so she remembered like 
all the ways I can learn. So if I didn't understand one way, she did it a different way. And I was like, oh, so that's what somebody meant. It's like, like for instance, uh, I give you an example. Like uh, I've been help. I've been uh, giving my mom a surprise Mother's Day gift for tomorrow. Um, wow. uh, for well, actually Monday because she's at the uh, my parents' shore house, and one of my uh, and I was giving her a surprise, and I've been using this Swiffer widget that she got for the house. And on the packaging, the directions are not the most clearest. And, and so mm-hmm. I'm like, and it's like, make sure you, you uh, uh, put this, uh, the liquid, the wet jet stuff all the way down and, and until you hear a click. And it's like, I'm not hearing a click. Well, silly me, they, they, they didn't tell you that, you, that there would be a, a little cardboard little thing on the back that you have to remove. And so <laughs> I was like, oh, that's where the click does. And I was like, whoops. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, duh, Jimmy, you don't have a brain today. Oh, Especially my on <laughs> You know what? You have a great sense of humor is what I see. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's dig into this a little bit more. I know in a previous conversation, you told me that um, you've even seen some, uh, I wanna say poor representations of people with um, disabilities in Hollywood or movies. So can you tell us a little more about that? Well, I'm not gonna say they're like all terrible, but, like, I don't know, have you ever seen the show Atypical uh, on Netflix? I have not seen that one. Well, it's a really good show, but, and, and, um, and I, I feel like they portrayed it, uh, autism very well, but, but they're just like some other shows. I, I always feel like they always, Say, oh, this person's really good at math and science, and it's like mm. not everybody's great at math and science. And <laughs> for me, my strong suit is—I uh, like to say my strong suit is reading. I mean, my writing has gotten a lot better because of my website and writing articles and writing articles for different publications. But I wouldn't say it's my strong suit because I still miss commas. I still miss stuff here and there and the punctuation's hard i mean like i know where to put the period i know where to put the exclamation part and questions but like uh the semicolon and colons and like holy freaking crap there's so many gosh darn rules <laughs> but like reading is my strong suit because i, I like example uh when i was opening up my bank where i bank at and everything and open an account there I read through the whole fine print of everything just to make sure I'm not going to get ding fees, fees, fees. Right. And I think I literally annoyed the banker to death because I <laughs> I read the, every single page word for word. And like I skimmed, but I still got the gist of it of each page. And she, she's like, you're going to read the whole thing? I was like, well, there's a bank down the road from me, so if you like, I could go, I'll go down to that bank. <laughs> Basically, I don't like the word uh, this uh, 
disabled is because it just has a negative side effect to the word. So I like differently abled or mm. unique. Uh, I just disables like not everybody who's has a extra challenge is, is disabled in a wheelchair. And if somebody is, you shouldn't really call attention to the wheelchair either. Right. Wow, okay. I like that. Differently abled. I like that. Um, and then you, uh, again, about the Hollywood um, aspect of things, um, you're basically saying that because it's such a, a wide range or a wide spectrum. I know you don't like the, the whole spectrum <laughs> talk. Um, you're saying that basically maybe the representation needs to be broadened. Is that what you're saying? It's a spider web because everything branches off of autism and there's so many different, there is different uh, things on the autism spectrum. And it, it's like, if you, if you say it's a spectrum, it's gonna, eventually it's gonna hit a roadblock eventually. So you're gonna have to have a spider web because then it can just branch off one another because there's so many things that fall on the spectrum, ADHD and so on and so on and so on. Okay. Now the, the idea of a spider web, is that something you learned in school or that's something you came up with on your own to try to describe what we're talking about? No, one of my friends from karate came up with it okay. because as it is, it's very, very wide and there's so many things that fall on the spectrum and, and it's like, does it go infinity or, uh, I'm like, the new autism, the new autism uh, logos, and uh, is an affinity sign. But I also think that, as like I know the spectrum is infinity, but I think we should somebody needs to start adopting the spider web because it's like, hey, here's autism in the middle. This branches off of this. This branches off of that. Mm -hmm. And like, as like, we revamped everything else over the years. Why mm -hmm. can't we revamp the autism spectrum? Okay. That makes sense. And especially if it makes sense to you, uh, being someone who would be on the quote unquote spectrum, if it makes sense to you to describe it in a, in a spider web, I think uh, we should listen to your voice and your perspective. So I have um, another question I want to ask you. You told me in a previous discussion that one of your greatest achievements was overcoming naysayers. Speak to that a bit. Well, a lot of people over the years, starting from when I was born, told me I wasn't be wasn't able to I won't be able to read higher than a second grade level. Hmm. They also told me I wasn't gonna be able to uh like cook, clean, hmm. uh I won't be able to kind of, I won't be able to take care of myself. I would have to rely on others. Uh, well, fast forward to 29 years later, I have, I know how to cook and how to clean. I can take care of myself, uh, except wow. right now I'm still living with my parents due to my college is literally right up the street from me. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, college I wanted to transfer to, that's literally right across the street from my house. So it's like, why would I move 20 minutes away and then drive 20 minutes all the way to school and back every single, single right. day? It's like kind of a stupid idea. <laughs> so, so, but like my parents are at uh, at their shore house and I'm back in the Pennsylvania house. I can take care of myself. I take care of my two dogs. Uh, That's so great. I can drive. I love that your life proved them wrong. And I'm, again, I'm so happy that you had the support of parents who knew better than to just listen to anything that's being said to them. Um, Wow. You are a delightful guest. And that kind of leads us to, um, when I think about all the challenges you've had to face and overcome in life, it's interesting to me that you would raise naysayers, overcoming naysayers as one of your greatest achievements. It wasn't the obstacles or the differences that you were born with. It was those voices of other people that were holding you back or trying to hinder you when you already had some differences that you needed to learn how to go around or move around or overcome. Um, I find that so interesting. So people need to be so careful with their words Um, because they don't know. They don't know really what you're going to be capable of because you defied all that stuff. Uh, like I always say to uh, my family and my friends, it's fun proving people wrong. <laughs> I love it. It's fun proving people wrong. I love that. <laughs> Jimmy, you have a lot of good good sayings, and, and you, it, it works for you. It helps you, but uh, I'm sure these are nuggets that the audience are taking to help them, too. So... How did you overcome bullying? You told me you were bullied, but what what were the tools, if you will? So maybe uh, there's someone out there who's still experiencing it, whether they have autism or not, you can give them some of the things that worked for you. Yeah. So when I when I was going through getting bullied and everything, uh I admit I did not really express myself very well. I did not ask for help in the best of ways, mm-hmm. but I felt like the police kind of made me feel like asking for help was a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. So I, I decided to, I admit uh, what I'm going to say next is, I don't want anybody to judge me, but this is uh, how I got people's attention without asking for help. And I know I could, I should have just ignored the boys about asking for help. But but when you know when somebody gets in your head, it, it kind of probably got them out of your head. And so when I was growing, when I was getting bullied, 
Uh, there's days where I, I flipped over desks because I was, mm -hmm. it was like, ah, these bullies are in my classroom. I can't, it was like, I will, I want to scream their heads off, but, mm -hmm. and as I put it, but then, I was like, then what are they gonna, then what's the teachers going to think of me? Are they going to say, oh, you're just, uh, uh, He's just making it up. Are they even gonna listen to me? Hmm. I've flipped over chairs, uh, so I pencils. Your actions of pushing over furniture was you felt that at that time you didn't have the tools to express your anger or frustration or to get help um, to have these bullies leave you alone. So in essence, you were dealing with they're bullying me but on top of that the bulliers make me feel like i'm weak if i tell them what they're doing yeah and and eventually my and because some of the bullies one of the bullies were on my bus on the way home from school mm -hmm. i started skipping the bus taking the bus home and my teacher caught on and she basically told me, you know, I'm not, I'm not allowed to call home until she, until she, until I tell her everything. And I was like, crap, I wasn't expecting this. Um, <laughs> so I told her everything and she got involved. And there's assistant principal who, well, I, I think he was really full of himself because uh, he said that, that bullying doesn't exist in this school. I'm like, Boy, what kind of weed are you smoking? Ah. Uh, I mean, I didn't say any of that to the person, but oh, I uh, everything is twenty twenty highest hindsight. And you said you said what kind of speed are you smoking? And what I usually say is you got a hold of some bad crack, crack kills. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like uh, so. Um, Basically, I, I when when I told the assistant principal of uh, the bullying, he didn't believe. Uh, then uh, he then he didn't believe for my teacher. Then my guidance counselor got involved. Mm -hmm. Then the uh, head principal got involved, and 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 finally, after a hundred times, he's like, "Oh, it does exist." Mm -hmm. And I mean, he he always reminds me of. Uh, you probably have seen the Harry Potter movies at the end of the fifth one. Cornelius Fudge is like, he's really is back. And I'm like, <laughs> it was like, like holy crap, he's exactly like this guy. He's a total moron. And you're like, duh. Yeah, that's what I've been saying to him like for a hundred plus times. Like, duh. It's like, boy. It's like, I guess I give anybody a principal job these days. <laughs> I'm so glad that teacher, though, was persistent and really reached out to help you. So you're saying that one of the things that worked for you to overcome bullying is seeking help from others. And, and for you, it was that teacher that helped you. And don't feel bad. Don't let the bullies make you feel bad, like you're soft if, if, you, if you tell and you seek help. So what's another thing? Uh, is there any other advice you would give people? Yeah, and like one of my other strategies that my 
teacher came up with because the boys happened to be in my class, unfortunately, because it was the only special education class mm-hmm. in the whole in this middle school at the time. Okay. And she uh, basically, like, if no one, let's just say, like, my friends were sick that day and I didn't have anybody to sit with at lunch, uh, I was able to leave lunch early mm-hmm. and go into her classroom because she was my math and science teacher. And so she let me come to class early, okay. uh, even though if she was still eating lunch with uh with the other teachers mm-hmm. and and sometimes she sometimes it wasn't anywhere else in the room but her but mm-hmm. uh she let me leave lunch early if I didn't have anybody any of my friends there with me at lunch because the bullies didn't really pick on me with my other friends because they is like even if it was like two against Two, it's two even against mm-hmm. one another, but it's but it was like three against two. It's like oh, that's badly outnumbered. Yeah. So uh, you know, those are strength in numbers. Yeah. So uh, so I I came to when I left lunch early. I their classroom, read all the Harry Potter books, and I know they were I know they weren't very hard books to read. But being in special education, the school district made us read a bunch of too easy books for my reading level. And yeah. so so even though I was challenged by some of the words in the Harry Potter book, like I if I like if I had a question I asked my teacher what it, what this means, or I asked my parents. Right. And mm-hmm. or if I had a computer, I would Google it. I think Google was around in 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, one too many years. So you were able to read at a much higher level and you discovered some of that through uh, the interventions that this teacher put in place for you. So that was, man, that was, that teacher was such a blessing. <laughs> so is there another recommendation that you have for people to overcome bullying? Yeah, uh, advocate for yourself. Don't feel, uh, don't, don't be afraid to speak up because that's the worst thing you can possibly do when you get bullied or mm-hmm. uh, if the school doesn't hear you. Mm-hmm. For example, real a quick example, my when my when I got invited to my own IEP meeting in eleventh grade in high school. No one wanted it. I was not allowed to speak in my own meeting, mm. and I and I made it really clear at the end of the meeting. I was really ticked off that I didn't get my. I missed my art classes, and and uh, and I repeated myself over and over again throughout the school year. And I got invited back in twelfth grade, and people wanted to hear what I had to say. I was like. Oh, so the squeaky wheel does get the grease. Wow. Wow. That's a great example. (laughs) You also mentioned to me in a previous conversation that people shouldn't be afraid to be different. What do you have to say about that? Yeah. Like, one thing I've learned as running a business and whatnot 
is you, you need to stand out from out from under mm. from all out from the crowd and don't be afraid to be different. And it's like you know, I I try spending a lot of years trying masking my autism abilities, mm. and it gets really 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 tiring really quick because some people just don't understand or some or and i pissed off some developers because i asked them 100 plus questions and it's like that's on you that's not me sorry Mm -hmm. okay so don't be afraid to be different that that's powerful whether you have autism or not um i think you're speaking to all of us but i mean i know that your motivational speaking business is is geared to advocate for people with autism but i just have to tell you that that's good feedback for me too don't be afraid to be different what makes you unique i have to say what makes me unique is that i think outside the box Mm. and like i don't feel like certain companies think of uh yeah good example my closet organizer in my closet is completely, absolutely useless. It only holds one big item and maybe, just maybe it's a slight small item and that's it. And and I'm not going to say how much my parents spent on them, but, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't feel like the designer made it for everyday users and it's like i see what the hell (laughs) okay (laughs) so tell us about your business why did you become a motivational speaker i can basically i came uh, become a motivational speaker is because when i when i uh, spoke up for myself and advocated for myself uh, and and I started repeating myself over and over and over again. That's when I realized people started listening to me because it's like, okay, this person's not going to stop until I <laughs> until I listen. <laughs> so one of your unique qualities is being persistent. You know how to really yeah go for for what you want and and keep going until you're heard. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And it drives my parents nuts. <laughs> so what makes your podcast different from others? You're, we share this whole thing of being podcast hosts. What makes your podcast different? Um, well, everything is unscripted. Uh, I don't talk about money, religion, sex, politics. And I don't discuss like anything that is... Anything, Anything that would get anybody upset, it's all about healthy living through my autistic eyes. And yeah, it's all unscripted. So So, uh, to kind of sum it up, you were saying that it's about healthy living as seen through your autistic eyes. Yep. That's quite unique. So I want to encourage the guests to... um, check you out. What's the name of your podcast? It's called Crazy Fitness Guy Healthy Living Podcast. Crazy Fitness Guy Healthy Living Podcast? Yep. Wonderful. So people will be able to find you. 
Um, now, this is a question I ask all of my guests. Which one final gem would you leave with the audience today? It's the single most important thing shared. If they forget everything else we talked about, you really want them to hold on to this thing uh, that'll help them get to their next level best. What would you say? Be unique, stand out, and and don't let other people say you can't do something because that's that's their own opinion that they put on you because that's what they think of themselves and that's their own mindset. That's great. Do you want to share any information that you would like uh, the audience to know um, so that they can get in touch with you, contact you, get books, your coaching, etc.? The best way to get in touch with me is going to crazyfitnessguy.com. My information's all there. I have one too many different profiles, but there's no take backs. <laughs> but they'll find you. And we'll put your information in the show notes as well. Jimmy. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for coming on my show. Again, I do believe that you've shared a very unique perspective. I really appreciate um, you helping us understand autism and how to advocate for people with autism uh, more and better and in a respectful, caring way. Uh, I think you're doing very important stuff by being that voice for others who may not be able to voice it or articulate it as well as you are. So thank you so much. And again, thanks for coming on my show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, friends, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Envision Together Going to Our Next Level of Best podcast. I hope today's topic inspired you to envision a brighter future getting to your next level of best and to urge others to reach theirs as well. If you are encouraged by today's episode, subscribe and share it with your family and friends. Also, please write a review. It will help me to reach a wider audience with a message of hope and inspiration. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and share your thoughts about today's episode. Until next time, envision the future you want to see.